Welcome to the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast. I'm your host, Julie Boyer, and I'm so excited to share with you some incredible interviews with wonderful entrepreneurs, business owners, and amazing people in my life that are practicing gratitude, self-love, and living with kindness. I also sprinkle in a few solo episodes, and occasionally you'll see family members join in for the fun as well. Hey everyone, get ready for a very special podcast episode. We've turned the tables for this one. Karen Shimka interviews me on my gratitude practices, and she asks some tough questions about a recent family challenge that I have navigated. I share how I decided to deep dive in when some deep S-H-I-T came up in my life, and instead of sweeping things back under the carpet again, I took it head on. I chose to decide that things were happening for me as opposed to to me, and this is a critical shift in perspective. There's a lot happening in this interview, so I'd love for you to grab a seat and listen in for a front row seat on everything that a gratitude guru does when dealing with tough times. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Karen Shumka. I happen to be a really good friend of Julie Boyer and one of her greatest fans and recipients early morning of her gratitudes, this gratitude practice that she invited me into last year that is serving us deeper than ever. And she just finished a podcast with me, interviewing me, and I just wanted to continue the conversation because she has so many rich things to offer right now. So Julie, thanks for pushing record. Yeah, well, we're here and I'm excited to share this. And you know, we started having this conversation about the great part of grateful and how grateful kind of has lost its meaning. So it's really interesting because I did a blog post earlier this week about how everyone is sharing their gratitude right now, which is so great. I mean, it is really like, I literally have dreamed of a world where everyone wakes up with gratitude and I'm seeing it everywhere. But as I went into the second part of my blog, I said, but these people and these things have been here all along. And yet we may not have ever chosen to say thank you. And that's where, you know, posting a grateful meme and just asking people through things they're grateful for, I think is wonderful, but it's like here, you know, it's the real surface gratitude. And I'm, I'm like, I'm over, like, well, you can't even see it on the screen, how deep you can really get with a gratitude practice and that's why I call it a practice because it's kind of, it's like a yoga practice, right? Like you don't go to one yoga class and you know, you can do your downward dog in your triangle with ease, right? There's a practice to it. So exactly. that's what gratitude, that's why gratitude is a practice. It's most people live up here with gratitude and I, I want us to get in there. One of the things that we really celebrated in our last conversation was community and how rich our community is and our tribe and our journeys. And you just went through a really, really tough time as a family. And you might not be able to talk about details or anything yet, but we're talking like on a scale of one to 10, this was pretty much a 10, right? <laughs> it, it rocked your world, it rocked your family. Uh, and you reached out to me, you reached out to other people. and I, you know, being the really compassionate, empathetic friend said, Julie, what's this an opportunity for you to be, right? Because I see you as this incredible, conscious, evolutionary leader. And the most difficult place for us to do that is in our own home. So it's so easy for me to see this in your home and celebrate it. But can you talk a little bit about your gratitude practice in that epic 10 event? It's so funny you say, oh, I reached out to you among other people. And it's interesting because I really, 
there weren't a lot of people that I actually reached out during this really, really hard time because it was very personal and very um, uncomfortable. And I didn't really feel like sharing with a lot of people what was going on. And it's, I remember you saying, you're like smiling and like, you're like, I'm just really excited to be going through this with you right now. But I know this is really awful, but I'm really excited for you, Julie. And I, you know, and that's, probably why I said I wanted to talk to Karen because there is that feel there's that understanding of we know that the really really tough stuff getting through that but not just I don't just mean getting through like this is I don't do things just to survive them I know that there are some really serious lessons that come from the hardest things that we face and when stuff comes up to the forefront it, I mean, it relates back to childhood. It always does, or even maybe a past life, who knows, or soul contracts. But when that stuff bubbles up to the surface, it's like you make the decision, do I actually finally confront this and deal with it? Or do I just put it back under the carpet once again? And I said, oh, this time I'm just going to go in and I'm going to just get in there and it's going to be really awful and it's going to hurt. And it did. And I kept writing in my gratitude journal. And I kept, you know, I would write like that I was grateful for this really hard thing, not because I'm grateful that it's happening, because I understand the power of the word and the deep, that deep part of gratitude that is like, this is all happening. We talked about it happening to me or for me. And I'm like, this is happening for me. And the crazy thing is the way that this all happened and then the pandemic broke out and some of the results of the things that I had worked through actually made our lives easier during this time that we did not expect. And how crazy, really, like how crazy it is to have gone through this really terrible, tough time, you know, dealing with family trauma and stuff that had been under the rug for so long that led to some changes in our lives that actually set us up for a better situation during a pandemic. I don't, I feel like we couldn't, you couldn't write a story that makes even that seem true, but there you go. <laughs> so I have this picture that uh, I'm going to offer because in our world of personal development, we always talk about the, the, the David, the Michelangelo David and how he could see the sculpture completed and the, the work was just to take away all the pieces that were in the way of the sculpture, right? And I think that's probably what I get to see when I see you is that you, of course, you're gonna rise above the norm. Of course, you're magical. One day you'll be able to tell everybody what you created in your home. Like you restructured your, and first of all, you move your living room to the dining room. Yes. And then you create some really powerful structures that allow the energy in the house to flow even better. And then you buy a tent and put it in the backyard so you have more living space than ever and your daughter can have even more fun exploring nature and you can go out and have, everyone can have their own little thing. And then all of a sudden you're tapping into your husband's extreme passion mm -hmm. that keeps him up late at night, that yeah. is making you guys money. And then next thing you know, you have, inside of a week, built him in a place that I remember thinking that's never going to happen. You built him this little incredible den where he can make money serving so many people all over the world that can't leave their homes that are actually, you can't make this stuff up. And that, like that David, that's actually who you are. I'm just learning to 
you know, slow down and, and have a, you didn't need more, more empathy and compassion, thank God. But yeah, but I see that the, so the, the word great now, this is what you've taught me today. It's great. Great. It's such gratitude. I'm grateful for this. Raw. Like it felt <laughs> really raw. It felt so raw. It was raw. It was really like felt literally raw. a long raw. time. Yeah. But you know, you talk about the room and it's so funny because again, this is why this relationship with Karen where, you know, she doesn't mince words and there's never like a filter, <laughs> but she's like, I'm you need to build this room for your husband. And I was like, I need to build the room for my husband. And of course the contractor happens to be dropping by at that, literally at that moment, he was dropping stuff off to finish the other project. And I'm like, all right, let's, we're doing this room, right? I didn't even consult. <laughs> hey, pause, pause just for a second, yeah. because most people would say, because your checks aren't as high as they have been before right. your weekly checks, right? You were growing other businesses along with your, your main business. Most people say now is not the time to be doing a renovation and putting money into your home, especially because, you know, you have a little bit more of a conservative mindset that I do. Right? I'll just put it on my credit card. You don't do that. <laughs> so how did you make that decision to, to invest money yeah. in a pandemic for goodness well, sakes? It's because I'd already made the decision before, again, before the pandemic. If you've been listening to my podcast, there was an episode I did with my husband. It was back. Uh, let me see. When was that? We did an episode all the way back, episode 21. So we're in the forties now. So about half my podcast ago, I did an episode with my husband where he had first started doing this online streaming and I was jealous and I was frustrated. And I, her gratitude would sound like this in the morning. I'd get the little on the WhatsApp. I'm just so grateful that Dan stayed up until one in the morning, you know, streaming again. Yes. So I was really, but for about a week. And then, um, he pointed out to me, he's like, well, he's like, why, why are you so like, this makes That's no always sense. a good question. It's a great question. Right. right? Like, why are you upset sense. that I'm making money? I don't understand. <laughs> so, um, we went through it and then we got, and so I'd already decided, I'd already decided that I was going to support him hundred percent. I was getting excited with him every morning. He gets up, he tells me his numbers. Like this is the first thing he says in the morning is, um, you know, what his numbers were from the night before, because he's so excited about how many people he's serving. So when this happened and I realized that, you know, he is not only is he doing this streaming, but he's also working from home now. Right. So all of a sudden he's working from home for the foreseeable future. I don't really know of a future where he actually goes back into an office because he was technically just working in an office but he didn't work for that office, if that makes sense. So he was just literally like showing up somewhere so people could see that he was actually working. But as a developer, his work is all online. Like it literally, you want to see what Dan's doing? All you have to do is check the program. So we kind of were like, this could be a permanent change. And the streaming thing isn't going to go away. And then you said this, like you said, Karen, you were like, you just, you had just seen my husband and you said, you know, he's so excited about this. Julie, you just need to build a room. And I was like, we're going to build him a room. So I didn't even think about the money. I didn't even like think about where's the money coming from because our contractor doesn't take credit cards. And our contractor was excited because this work was outside of a physical home. So he's not putting anybody at risk, right? Building in a garage, not going into someone's home. So in case he was, you know, carrying a virus, he just, he felt good about doing it. He was excited and he literally built this room in eight days. And so, so cool. as we record this tomorrow, 
is Good Friday and my husband is, has a day off work and he's moving into his new wolf den. So yeah, stuff can happen when you just decide to do it. So good. And I want to, uh, what a, I want to really celebrate how creative you are. Like you are so creative. And I think one of the things I love the most is that so much of your inspiration comes from nature mm -hmm. and the fact that you've created this life where I can roll over in bed and see the sunrise and I didn't have to go to the cold beach to do it. She just sends me the picture. <laughs> it's so great. And then she sends me the moonrise. But so much of who you are is out of creativity because you homeschool your daughter, yeah. which you know would be a living hell for me. And it's pure joy for you. And she brings creativity into everything you do. And a lot of our conversations, I get to interact with her and what she's just done and watch her on social media. And, and I, I want to just honor that that's part of how we flow in network marketing, right? Is we just, we flow in creativity. What can I do to create and serve the world next? I know, let's build Dan a den. And then he can, you know, serve the world some more. And that's just going to keep expanding from here. And I'm very, very excited about that. You know, I always, I find it interesting when someone calls me really creative because for a long time, I didn't actually believe that I was a creative person. I just didn't, my sister was, is the artistic one. She's the creative one. It took me a really long time to accept that creativity is found in so many other different ways than we would assume. My husband is actually extremely creative because of the way he video games. The reason why my husband is interesting to watch is because he creates different builds for his characters. He does things differently. He thinks in different ways than other people. That's his, that's his creativity. And I love right now, and the gift, honestly, of network marketing is that it gave me space mm -hmm. to explore things that I wanted to do in a creative way. I mean, it was the fact that I had, I was doing my network marketing business when I wrote my first book. I had the support from people in my business and, and my tribe. I had the creative space in my brain to do that. And I had, I just did it anyways, knowing that, you know, it didn't really matter. Like there's this, you learn this like ability to just take risks because some stuff's going to work out, some stuff isn't, but I just did it anyway. And it turned out to be, you know, a book that Still I really believe all humans are creative. Yes. And if ever there was a time in history for us to explore our creativity, you know, there's so many people in their homes, small, big, uh, old, new, whatever. What, what, when you clear out a space or get um, places and spaces that, you know, when we can give things away, we can give them away. Uh, when you move things, being a student of energy and a teacher of energy, you are creating. Everything is creative. If you can get into your garden and, and move something around, like move something. Yeah. You used to live here, move it over there yeah. and see how it feels and, and explore your creativity, I think, is something that gratitude can, can lead us into. Think of gratitude maybe as an adventure. I think that's what you've invited me into is to explore it more. When you first invited me to tie the stuff I hated to the word gratitude, I'm like, hmm. And then you wanted me to read the book. I'm like, no, that doesn't, no, I'll just, I'll just trust you. I trusted you and I followed you into that practice. And, and it's been super adventurous, right? And I think that's why I could be such a positive friend for you. And when you were going through such a dark, dark time. And I think, you know, thinking back to another dark, dark time that I was your friend through, not as close of a friend, 
what, what we really want to teach people is how to flip their mindset quicker, mm-hmm. how to flip it quicker. And so your books, your cards, your prints, reach out. She is so creative. I'm creating prints right now. Um, what else do you have to offer right now where people can just grab something and it can help them to flip? Well, go back and listen to the episodes of this podcast. If, you know, if you're just discovering it for the first time today, I would definitely go back because what's really interesting is I'm going to share a beautiful story. Um, I did a podcast with another friend of mine who's a nurse and she uh, has a friend from work who they're, they just like know each other from work. And this friend was listening to my podcast before and then heard my friend and said, Hey, like, I think that's you on this gratitude podcast I've been listening to. And she said to my friend, Kelly, she said, you know, this gratitude podcast is what's getting me through my days right now. Mm. And I mean, that's free. You know, you can just go back and listen to the other episodes. Mm. I do. I mean, I have some episodes literally to deal with what you're going through right now. But if you go back to earlier episodes, we're just talking about self-love and kindness and Mm. gratitude and all of that is relevant, whether you're in a pandemic or not. Mm. I have, you know, I have a YouTube series on self-love. I have, uh, you know, 14 days of gratitude challenges and all kinds of things that Mm. my weekly gratitude love letter, I would say is something that um, I really take a lot of pride in doing this every week. I share a love letter. Uh, I will often write a new blog that will go in the love letter. I'll share a podcast that I've come across that is not necessarily my own. I love sharing other people's great podcasts. I'll share a photo or two. So that's something, again, some good news, some joy coming into your inbox every day. If you could pick one podcast, not these ones, but one podcast that would really encourage somebody right now who's going through the fear and the anxiety at an epic level, which one comes to your mind that you would point them to? Brene Brown, Unlocking Us. Beautiful. Mm. And which one of yours? Uh, I'm just looking, I'm looking up if you're seeing the video. I have two that are really important right now. One is how to have gratitude during a pandemic. So that's episode number 33. And then episode 37, which is creating a vision for your life. Mm-hmm. it's what I think is so important right now is understanding that life is actually happening right now. It, we have to take the pause button off. Yeah. So we know we paused for two weeks, but we're, we're a month into this now of many, many months. So life is still happening. So take the pause button off and then decide yeah. how can I create a vision of the life that I want because the, the world that exists before, it's never going to be the same. You know, I don't know if you remember what it was like to fly before 9-11, but it was not the same. Mm-hmm. And it never went back. Mm-mm. It's just always been different. So there will, be, there will be things in our lives and in our society, we will never go back to those ways at all. But isn't that a really unique opportunity to change the way that we have a vision for our life going in the future? Yes. And for me, gratitude will always be the base of any mindset shift, of any way to move forward. You know, you want to take the pause button. How do I move forward? You start with gratitude. So whatever the smallest little bit of gratitude you can start with right now, today, that's going to help you to take your foot off the pause button and just 
start moving. And I, I want to add, think big, right? Imagine if there were no limits to what you could create going forward. How do you want to be? How do you want to imagine? And we all have to be doing this because how I want to be with my neighbors after this is sure as heck not going to be how I was with my neighbors before this. Right. So that's just a little thing, but I, there's so many ways that we play small, especially if we have an employee mindset, you know, I'll wait for somebody else to tell me what to do and then I'll just go do it. If ever there was a time for us to take control of our own lives, our own practices, our own rituals, our own philosophies, it's right now. And you have an opportunity to create them and your work is brilliant. Thank you for the thank you card that I got today with the oh. beautiful trees. And I was so excited to uh, write a beautiful love note and birthday card to my mother-in-law that she'll get sometime next week. Cause I know how much that lights people up and there's a piece of me. So this is a, a philosophy thing that goes, Oh my gosh, you know, should we really be killing trees right now when we can all just send emails? And it's like, there is nothing a tree would want more than to be written on, mailed, touched by so many humans and yes. bless a heart and raise and elevate the planet. There's nothing that a tree would want more than that. Yeah, so this tree. Look at these beautiful look colors. how happy Yay. this tree is. There, has, <laughs> there actually has never been a more important time to physically write to someone else. Whether you use yeah. my cards or not is not important. Yeah. It's being pen to paper washing your hands first, but putting your head, you don't lick, I always say, don't lick the envelopes. But besides that, like, like, I did that. What's that? <laughs> I did already. Sorry. Oh, yeah. No licking. <laughs> don't, don't lick any envelopes. But, um, you know, that moment of putting pen to paper, someone you'll put it on your desk, you'll stick it on your fridge. That reminder of we are still so connected, even though we physically cannot be together. Um, I send cards often, and I don't always get a reply and I don't expect to, but what's so interesting is, you know, of the majority of cards I've sent over the past couple of weeks, most people have actually like sent me a picture of their card or posted their card because right now that gratitude towards someone else in the written word that it physically arrives creates that connection that we are all craving so, so much right now. So yeah. yeah, take the time, write the letter, write the note, because you will really positively affect someone's life. Beautiful. Yay. Yay. So yes, as we bring our Julie podcast to a close, um, just rant for a bit on if we could start anywhere with gratitude, where would we start? And for those of us who have had a rich gratitude practice, where would you invite us to go deeper? My favorite place to recommend if people are starting a gratitude practice is to choose to wake up with gratitude. It really is that choice before you pick up the phone, before you open your email, even if it's just a moment. And my mantra is, thank you for this gift of another day and the opportunity to be of service to others and make a difference in the world. That's my mantra. And I've been saying it for years. And it's just the first thing I say when I get up in the morning. And that alone, if you just start even just saying thank you that you woke up, uh, change the name of your alarm to say gratitude or I am grateful. Put a thank you card beside your bed to remind you when you wake up that it is a truly a gift that you woke up this morning because there are thousands and thousands of people who did not get the same opportunity. Mm -hmm. Whether we're in a pandemic or not, people don't make it through the night. 
So it's such a gift that you woke up this morning. Mm. If you want to go a little bit deeper into your gratitude practice, if you've been doing this already, or maybe doing a gratitude journal, um, I have this other practice that I don't really talk about too, too much. It was inspired um, by the book um, 1000 Gifts by Anne Voskamp. And she talks about how she would keep this journal of things that would catch her attention throughout the day that just reminded her to be grateful. So like, you know, the melted butter in the dish or the sunlight through the window or the, you know, the, the last little crust of bread with peanut butter or just a little, those tiny little itty bitty moments. So I started this exercise, actually it's almost a year ago now. And what I do is, uh, I don't have it with me at all times during the day, but I, I write in a gratitude journal, full sentences of gratitude, but I take this 1000 things exercise and I just pick four things like tiny little moments of my day. And I just write a few little words, like two or three words for that moment. I don't put the date on it. I don't put anything else. It's just, you know, sunrise at Piper's, um, in the tent, uh, fresh lettuce, whatever little thing like that. And why I love this little gratitude practice is that I have pages and pages and pages and I just look at the little words and it's such a really neat like adventure to like, Oh, what was I talking about there? And what was I grateful for in that moment? Um, because it's not a full sentence. So that's a little, that's a deeper gratitude practice that, uh, you can start if you're already feel like you're doing a lot of the beginning of the end of the day, gratitude things. Beautiful. What a great, great time to share these deep places and these deep times. And we'll look back at this and go, remember when we were chatting about gratitude in the middle of a pandemic? And you're like, yeah, we were born for this. Yeah. And to all of you who are listening right now and are in pain, and to all of you who have a tough time getting up right now, and yeah, and you're still in that place, by the end of this call, we just say to you, please go outside. Please just go find, even if it's raining, go find some place to tap into how you are not alone. And there is love around you. And we're sending that right now to you. Awesome. I, Thanks, I, I agree. Get outside, touch a tree, ground yourself. Those are my favorite things to do. I say my mantra while I'm standing on the beach many mornings and just, you know, remind myself that today was such a beautiful gift. So this was fun. Thanks, Karen. You did it. You listened to the end of the podcast. Yay. Thanks so much for sticking around. It would mean the world to me if you decided to follow this podcast and download new episodes. Who doesn't want more gratitude when they're listening to their podcast? Has this podcast made a difference for you in your life? Could you do me a little favor? I would love it if you would stop by on your favorite app and just leave me a review. It would mean so much if you would take those 30 to 90 seconds and share with us why this podcast made a difference for you. Don't forget, you can always reach out to me on social media. I can be found through Wake Up With Gratitude, through my website. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. I've even got an account on TikTok when I like to be silly. I love getting your messages through private message. It means so much to me that this podcast has made a difference in your life. Thanks again for listening today.